0: Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Well, thanks for joining us today for Life Point. And we're going to be in Proverbs chapter 3. We're going to read verses 1 through 12. Like yesterday, we're going to be looking at another very familiar portion of Scripture. And the question that I'm going to put before you today is this: In your life, are you trying or are you trusting? Are you trying? Or trusting. Let's read together Proverbs 3, verses 1 through 12. My son, do not forget my law, but let your heart keep my commands. For length of days and long life and peace they will add to you. Let not mercy and truth forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. And so find favor and high esteem in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. So your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor detest his correction. For whom the Lord loves, he corrects, just as a father, the son, in whom he delights. Are you trying or are you trusting? That's the question I want to pose to you today as we spend time together in God's Word. You know, as a little kid, I had the hardest time learning how to swim. I was afraid of the water and just the very sight of the water just gave me the creeps. I just had so much anxiety about getting in the, into the water when I was a young boy. And even when my dad would hold me in the water, I would scream. And I would say, Dad, don't let me go. And I, when I would finally get enough nerve to, let it, uh, to try it on my own, I would flail my arms and try as hard as I could to swim. But each time, my efforts ended in me still sinking and gulping water. And that would just intensify my fear. It wasn't until my cousin, who was a trained swimmer, came to my aid and said, Johnny, just hold your breath, dip your head down into the water, let go of the bottom, and float. And I did. I learned how to float, which, as you probably know, is really the first step in learning how to swim. I realized that as I learned to trust my dad and my cousin and what they said to me, I finally began to let go, relax, and trust that the water would hold me. When I stopped trying so hard and started trusting, my fear went away. And you know, friends, it's the same way in our spiritual walk with the Lord. Walking with the Lord is not about my efforts or your efforts or to try harder. It's not about trying It's about trusting the Lord Jesus and what he says to us through his word, the Bible. Now, there's several things that I want to quickly just touch on here today in Proverbs chapter three. And the first one is don't depend on you. If you're going to have a lifestyle of trusting the Lord instead of trying on your own, you can't depend on yourself. And I think that's what he's saying here in verse five, trust in the Lord with all your heart and don't lean on. On your own understanding. You know, we live in a world where trust must be earned and it seems to be in short supply. But the person that wrote Proverbs, Solomon, the famous king, knew that trust is exactly where we must start. Most of us have faced disappointments which have taught us that we can only depend upon ourselves. But living the life God has called us to means unlearning that lesson. Instead, We are meant and designed by God to rest in His ability. We may know in our minds that He possesses all wisdom, but sometimes trusting Him completely be so tough, so each day we must consciously lay aside our own plans and expectations and surrender to His plans. The second thing I see here about trusting is that we need to call out to God. verse 6, he says, "...in all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make your path straight." You know, surrendering to God begins with our lips and our thoughts. We need to engage both because we need more than just a commitment to depend on him. We need to cry out to him. We need to ask him for his help. We need to acknowledge him in all that that we do, all our ways. And the promise is, is that when we call out to him, God will make our path straight. When we pray, we admit that his ways are higher than ours We show that we're leaving our troubles and burdens in his capable hands. David said in Psalm 55, verse 17, Evening, morning, and noon, I cry out in distress, and he hears my voice. Is that a little bit maybe about your experience? Is that kind of hit home where it just seems like we're always coming to God and we're always calling out to him, Well, you know what? God's big enough to handle everything in our lives, and he never gets tired of hearing us. But that's the way that we find peace. That's the way that we have the things that we need is when we acknowledge him and we put him first in our lives. The next thing we see here is in verse 7, and it's run from evil. Run from evil. There's a lot of evil in this world. I don't think anyone would debate that. But so much in this world can clutter up our relationship with God, can't it? John, the writer of the fourth gospel and the three letters in the back of the New Testament, he describes the desires of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life. The things that, you know, we consider our blessings can easily become our stumbling blocks when we think of them as what we deserve or what we need to have to be happy. But life works best when we remember the true source of our blessings, God, and focus on the things That please him. He says in verse 7 here in Proverbs 3 Don't be wise in your own eyes, fear the Lord and shun evil. You know, sometimes the only way to live the life God wants us to live is by separating ourselves from the bad influences that keep us dragging us down. And that's why we must run, we must shun evil. I like what verse 8 says when we do, this will bring health to our bodies and nourishment to our bones you see when we pursue jesus we find life abundant life running from evil and pursuing god doesn't come naturally for most of us agreed but instead it means we have to make a serious change and that's the fourth thing i want to point out and that is to put god first in your life you know it's easy to put others it's easy to put ourselves first when something good happens we want to congratulate ourselves with a reward When something bad happens, we want to console ourselves or find someone else to blame. Really, what this involves is that we are so me-centric. We, me, myself, and I becomes our starting place rather than the Lord. And when we put God first, that will affect every area of our life, our time, our talents, and our treasures. And he says here in verses 9 through 10, Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops, and then your barns will be filled to overflowing, and your vats will brim over with new wine. Isn't that a great promise? That when we put God first in our life, when we give Him everything that really is ultimately His, anyways, God blesses us in ways that we can't even imagine. The fifth thing I see here is found in verse 11 about learning to trust God instead of trying so hard, and that is that we check ourselves by God's word. We check ourselves by God's word. You know, if we're really honest with ourselves, we aren't so good at evaluating who we are. We go to great lengths at times to excuse our behavior, our actions, and our sins, Jeremiah 17, 9 says, The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? If we're ever going to really, truly trust in God and flee evil, we have to know exactly where we stand. We have to find an objective measure that tells us the truth. And friends, that objective measure, that truth comes from God and his word. David said in Psalm 119, verse 11, I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. When we have the standard of God's word hidden in our lives, hidden in our hearts, that is what gives us the reason to trust him. When we have scripture planted firmly in our hearts, God will often use that to deal with us faithfully. And then number six, we listen to the Holy Spirit. You know, Jesus promised to send the Holy Spirit to the church. He told his disciples that this Holy Spirit, this counselor, would be like a spiritual compass or a GPS. He said in John 14, 26, But the counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you, of everything i have said to you i love the work and ministry of the holy spirit because he reminds us of who god is he brings scripture back to our minds so that we have that objective reality we can focus on the lord and truly trust him then the last thing i see here is found in verse 12 and that is we can rest in god's love when we face a difficult world each day we sometimes wonder if god cares don't we You know, why why do bad things happen? Where is God when I need him? Well, Solomon reminds us that God never takes a break or leaves us to fend for ourselves. He loves us. As a father, the son in whom he delights, he loves us. And sometimes he has to discipline us. He has to correct us. If he didn't correct us, the Bible says it would mean he didn't love us. Even in the midst of turmoil, God has a plan for us to instruct us and show us his ways and bring us back to him. And as we wrap up today, that's exactly why we can trust in the Lord with our hearts. He cares for you and me every day, and he gives us what we need to thrive. He pours blessing after blessing upon us. Like my experience in trying to learn how to swim as a little boy, when I finally trusted in my father's words of assurance, I stopped struggling and trying so hard I let go in the water and I began my journey of learning how to swim. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and the Lord will not let you down. Thanks for joining us today. God bless you.